Hello, and thank you for listening to this week's podcast for St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Kankakee, Illinois. Please join us this week. Please join us for worship Saturday nights at 5 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30 and 11.05. This week's sermon is titled Unglued and is based on Mark chapter 13, verses 1 through 13. It was preached by Pastor Mike Hanlon. Things fall apart. It doesn't matter whether it's your home, your car, your favorite toy. They get old. They wear down. They break. And sometimes you can try to fix them. You can try to get out the duct tape or the super glue and see if it'll last a little bit longer. But you know, in the end, you're just going to have to throw it away. We know that. And yet we fight against this knowledge all the time, don't we? You might have some things around your house that you, you've been holding on to, you just can't seem to get rid of. Maybe it's an article of clothing you've had maybe since high school or college. Just can't throw it away. Maybe it's that chair that was 20 years old when you got it 10 years ago. Uh, Maybe it's that special thing. You know it hasn't been in fashion for years, decades maybe, but it's time's got to come around again, right? It's that thing in your house that, well, it works, sort of, some of the time, kind of, but you just can't seem to throw it away. Maybe that's just my house, I don't know. Uh, but the disciples, I think, knew this too. This is something that we learn from life, right? That things fall apart. And yet, when they're in Jerusalem, they're at that temple, and they're looking at the mighty buildings, the huge stones, the magnificence of the place. And when Jesus tells them, There's not going to be one stone left on another stone. It's all going to be destroyed. It's all going to be thrown down. Well, then the disciples are the ones who start to fall apart. Wait a second. This this is the temple Jesus is talking about. This is God's temple in Jerusalem. It was just rebuilt after great effort, after great expense. And now Jesus is talking about its undoing? What in the world is going on? They were in Jerusalem, and there was a lot of opposition against Jesus in the city. So maybe the pressure was starting to get to Jesus. Maybe that opposition was starting to get under his skin, and, you know, maybe this was his way of talking a little smack, getting a little revenge. The disciples just didn't seem to know, and so privately they ask him, what what are you talking about? When is this going to happen? 
And as Jesus answers their question, it soon becomes clear that he's not just talking about the temple being destroyed, he's actually talking about a much greater destruction that is still to come. A time when kingdom will rise up against kingdom, nation against nation, a time of earthquakes and famine, a time of persecution. A time, I guess you could say, when the world just seems to fall apart. And as Jesus speaks about this, he seems to speak about it in this calm kind of way, and yet he doesn't tell the disciples, here's how you can prevent these things from happening. Instead, he speaks about it as inevitable. This is what will happen. And as Jesus talks about it, he makes it clear that things are going to get worse before they get better. Well, by now the disciples have spent a lot of time with Jesus, and it seems to me that they never quite figure out what to do with him. Like they know that he's from God, and yet they don't know what his mission is. They don't know what his ministry is. And I think as Jesus is getting to the end, the best way for you to think of what the disciples understood about Jesus is that he's kind of like this magical superglue. You apply him to all of life's problems, those broken areas, and and he kind of holds things together again. Things sort of work again in a way that they hadn't before because Jesus is here. I mean, he's healed all of those people with diseases. The lame now walk. The deaf can hear, the blind can see, and all because Jesus has been there, because Jesus has been involved in their life. So, yeah, that's what Jesus is about. He he sort of makes people able to continue in this life, and everything is better. Except that's not what Jesus was about. The disciples still were wrong about Jesus. Because as much as they understood about Jesus, they were missing the greatest thing of all. See, you cannot understand Jesus just by that earthly ministry, that healing ministry. That was a part of what he was doing. But Jesus is no magical superglue. That was not why he came. Jesus' number one mission, the reason why he came, was so that he could die and rise again. See, Jesus didn't come to make your life more comfortable. Jesus didn't come to simply make all of those problems of your everyday life just poof, disappear. Jesus came to overcome sin. Because that's the problem that's at the heart of all of our problems. But on a day-to-day basis, sometimes we miss that. 
We just get annoyed by that superficial stuff, the the stuff that bothers us at this level. But Jesus takes it to that much deeper level. He gets to the foundation. He gets to the heart. He gets to our heart and says, the number one problem is sin. And the only way that sin can be overcome is through his death. Through that sacrificial death. That's what the author of the letter to Hebrews was talking about. That, that all of those years, the priests were offering this sacrifice again and again. But then Jesus comes. Jesus, the one who is sinless. He is that perfect Lamb of God. And as he lays down his life on the cross, he is that one sacrifice that's needed. And no more. Jesus paid the price. Jesus defeated sin, defeated death, defeated devil. It's all there at the cross. And Jesus wants his disciples to know that without the cross, without his death, without his resurrection, they're never going to understand everything the way they need to. Because if you don't see Jesus, and if you don't see Jesus there at the cross, You can look at life and think that you have everything figured out, but you won't. See, without looking at the cross, you can look at this life and see, well, everything falls apart. Everything always ends up the same. No matter who you are, no matter what you've done, it all ends in death. So what's the use? What's the point? if it all ends up the same. But if that's what you see, you're wrong. But on the other hand, this would also be wrong. To look at this world and to see the mortality and to try to find something beyond that, something that lasts, something that's permanent, And to try to figure out how can you take that thing that seems to last for generation and generation, how can you take that and bring that into your own life so that your story will be different, so that your story will go on, so that you will last? See, that's what the disciples were doing when they were looking at those magnificent buildings, those huge stones at the temple. They saw that it was permanent, or so they thought. They thought that this would last. This is impressive. Wow. But you can't change your story that way either. Jesus says, it will all be undone. It will all be thrown down. It will all be destroyed. See, Jesus wants us to look to him, to look to the cross, and that's where we must make sense of our life. Not just our present, but also our future. Because when you look at the cross, you see that sin brings death. That's true for every one of us. That's true whether or not you think sin or God exists. But if you continue looking at the cross, that's not all you see. For though you do see that sin brings death, you will also see that Jesus brings life. 
Jesus brings life that is far beyond this day-to-day life. He brings life eternal. A A life that's very much different than the life that we are trying to hold on to and piece together. As you listen to Jesus' words, sometimes it's easy to cast Jesus as this sort of doom and gloom prophet, kind of that crazy guy, the the one who's trying to scare everybody. But that's not what Jesus was trying to do. Jesus was trying to teach his disciples. He's trying to teach us that the world is not how it's supposed to be. The world is broken. It's out of whack. And it's all because of sin. That sin is at the heart of everything that is broken. But when you hear about the sin, when you hear about the destruction and all of that, it's easy to, to focus on just that, to hear all of the scary things that Jesus says. But he did say more, didn't he? There was more to what he was telling the disciples. See, one of the biggest things that I get out of what Jesus said is that in spite of all of the destruction, despite all of the talk of the world falling apart, Jesus affirms that God is in so much control that the end will not come because the world thinks the end should come or because we think the end should come or even because Satan thinks the end should come. The end will only come in its proper time, in that proper time that God alone has set for it. But Jesus says, first, the gospel must be preached to all nations. See, it's not even just that God is in so much control that the end won't come until he says it's ready to come, but also as the end comes, God's grace is there. As the world is falling apart and everybody sees that what they thought they could hold on to falls through their grasp, there is something else. There is someone else who is there. The gospel of Jesus must be proclaimed. The cross of Jesus must be proclaimed so that all see that when there is nothing else that they can hold on to, there is one who holds on to them. Because things fall apart. And not just things, people fall apart too. We all know it but we fight against it. We, we try to do our best to stave it off. But no matter how it comes, no matter when it comes, Jesus is teaching us. It doesn't work for us to try to hold on to the pieces. It doesn't work for us to try to find some kind of magical super glue or duct tape and, and keep everything together because in the end, It just won't work. Instead, he says, look to me. Look to my cross. 
Because there we see how it all falls. Sin brings death. It brings death to us. But Jesus gives life. He gives life to us. See, our hope in this world doesn't come from denying the power of sin in this world. It comes from holding on to Jesus and to see that Jesus is holding on to us. For he alone gives us that hope that we need, that even though things seem to fall apart, he has given us that one thing that lasts. He's given us that gift of eternal life. His Holy Spirit has been given to us by our baptism in our faith. Jesus is holding on to you, but he's also using you to throw out those life preservers, to proclaim that gospel message to a world that is falling apart. Jesus is our one true hope in our everlasting life. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Kankakee, Illinois. You can find this and other podcasts at stpaulslutheran.net and click on the Sermons button at the top of the page. Thank you for listening and God's blessings.